0: There is no name like the name of our God, because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name.
1: We know that God is above us to rule over us. We know that God is around us. We know that God is before us and God is behind us. And I think one of the most beautiful pictures in all of Scripture is that God is with us. Think of this. The God of heaven comes to earth and the God of holiness comes to sinful man. It's a revelation really of the heart of God who from the very beginning has always wanted to be with man and desires man to be with him. Nothing between, nothing separating. You see, sin separates us from God. Jesus brings God to us and us to God. This is the meaning of the name Emmanuel. We find it in Matthew chapter 1 when the angel appears to Joseph uh, months before the Lord Jesus is born. And it says in Matthew chapter 1 verse 22, Now all this was done... "...that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us." So, look at the three little words, God with us. On one hand, you have God. On the other hand, you have us. And may I say, there's a great chasm between there's a great valley between God and us. There's a great separation between God and us. What, what's there? Our sin is there. The law of a holy God is there. We are separate from God. And so when the Lord Jesus Christ comes, He literally is the mediator. He is the advocate. He is the go-between between God and men. And so He is the one who connects God to us. The songwriter said when we could not come to where he was, He came to us. Now, that's the principle that's taught in the name Emmanuel. God with us. This, this withness, this, this togetherness. Uh, this is the idea of reconciliation. Uh, God bringing us to Himself. Now, look at the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Look at Him hanging on that cross. Imagine that in one hand, he holds a holy, righteous, just God. And in another hand, he holds unholy, fallen humanity. In one hand, his Father, and in the other hand, sinners like me and sinners like you. The Lord Jesus Christ is the bridge. The cross is the bridge between God and man. The Lord Jesus Christ is God with us. Now, you got to back up. We're in the New Testament book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 1, but you've got to back up to see the first mention of it because I read to you a moment ago from Matthew chapter 1 verse 22 that it was spoken first of the Lord by the prophet. Well, who was the prophet? Well, the prophet that first spake these words was Isaiah. And you find it first in Isaiah chapter number 7. Now, Ahaz is, is in a pretty desperate situation. He's having a hard time. And it is in that context that God sends encouragement to Ahaz. He brings some comfort to Ahaz. In fact, he, he says to the Lord, or he says to Ahaz, rather in verse 11, "Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above, but Ahaz says, "I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord." So he's giving Ahaz an opportunity to ask for some sign. And since Ahaz does not ask for a sign, we read in verse 13, and he said, Hear ye now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. There it is. First mention, Emmanuel, God with us. It's beautiful to see how that God sends this name, Emmanuel, at a moment of great desperation and a moment of great difficulty for one purpose, and that was to bring comfort. You see, I believe this name, Emmanuel, ought to bring the greatest comfort to sinners. It ought to bring the greatest comfort to God's people. If you're a sinner and you don't know God, it brings you comfort because it says to you God wants to bring you near. God doesn't want to be your enemy. God is your friend. And if you're already a child of God, it ought to be a great comfort to you because it means no matter where you are or what you're walking through today, God is with you and He has come to abide with you forever in the person of the Holy Spirit. So Emmanuel, God with us. Then in the very next chapter, Isaiah chapter number 8 and verse number 8, He reiterates the name and He expands on it. It says, and He shall pass through Judah... He shall overflow and go over, he shall reach even to the neck, and the stretching out of his wings shall fill the breadth of thy land, O Emmanuel. In other words, when God comes to be with us, it touches everything. He he changes everything by his holy presence. The beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ coming to earth, the beauty of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ is not the beauty of a baby, I'm sorry, That's not the beauty. Uh, Every baby is beautiful. But the great beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ coming, born of a virgin, this son being born into the world, is the beauty of this truth that God came to us. And God not only came to us, God made a way to bring us to Him. You remember when we studied Uh, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. I said to you that the great thing about heaven someday will be very simply this, that the Lord will be there. When you read the revelation of Jesus Christ, it says that God himself will be with them. In other words, someday we're going to enjoy the perfect fulfillment of Emmanuel. Uh, We know Emmanuel's presence now uh, by faith. The Lord lives in us. The Lord Jesus Christ comes to live in us when we receive him as our personal Savior. We we have his abiding spirit with us. It's wonderful. But someday, everything is going to be removed. Time will be no more. Uh, Geography will be no issue. The devil will be removed. Uh, Everything between us and God, physically speaking, will be gone. And the beauty of eternity will be the beauty of Emmanuel. God with us and us with God. I hope you'll do two things with the name Emmanuel this week. First of all, I hope that you will make it your own. If you're not a Christian, I hope that you'll look to the Lord and say, Lord, I want you to be mine. Forgive my sin and come to live within me. Uh, Then you can know Emmanuel in a personal way. And if you've already received the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, I hope this will be a week that you draw nearer to the one who has already come to live inside of you, that you begin to talk with him, commune with him, enjoy his fellowship. And then the second thing I hope you will do is not only make this name your own, make it personal in these days, but then I hope you'll speak it to others. I hope you'll share the truth behind it. It would be a shame, a real shame, if people knew that Jesus came, but they did not know why. It would be a disaster, the greatest tragedy of all, if they've heard that Jesus came to earth, but they failed to make the connection that Jesus came to earth so that God could come to man and make a way for man to be brought to God. I share this truth with someone this week, this name, this, this powerful phrase, God with us. Oh, what a joy it is to know Emmanuel and then to make him known to others. His name brought comfort to Ahaz in Isaiah. His name brought comfort to Joseph in Matthew chapter number 1. And His name will bring comfort to you and to many others if you'll pass it on.
0: We were told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at EnjoyingTheJourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.